This is your favorite character sucks with John. Oh, we're going, we're rolling. Matt. And Brandon. A podcast where we look at characters in our favorite books and decide which is the best. Well, not just books, right? Movies, TV shows. Any form of media, really. Yeah. Right. How does one determine? How does one determine media? How does one determine what the best character is? Well, with our extensive literary knowledge and a level of confidence possessed only by an American man, we can, we discover, can discover the answer to any question. question. Before we begin, my conscience would not let me go on without first saying that this podcast has assumed you are familiar with the series being discussed. If you haven't read, listened to, watched, or gone on an acid trip that has revealed to you the plot of the series under discussion, then you should stop listening now until you've read or watched whatever we're talking about. You have been warned. On today's episode, Community, the one where we watch the old show that references old shows. I want to do something that uh, we have failed to do on every episode, which is actually introduce our guests. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. So, well, let's talk about well, the elephant in the room first. Okay. That Brandon's not here. Oh, yeah. Brandon, uh, co-host of the podcast, uh, really the uh, the bellwether, is that what you call it? Uh, the the uh, person who kind of keeps us the together, the yeah, touchdown. Sure. Yeah. He's not here today because... Uh, there's no really no. There's not really a good reason, but he's just not here. But we do have, and I'll let you inter- things to do. I guess that's true. No, that is actually true. I'll let yeah. you introduce your, yourself so you can whatever name you want to go by on this podcast. You know what I mean? It's whatever. Um, I guess Mac, it's, yeah, Mac, Jeff, Max, Max. Most people call me Max, so yeah, I guess Mac. We'll go with that. All right. So we've got Mac here. Uh, if you want to be deferential, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Lou. Hi. Yes. Yeah. That's okay. me. Okay. Um, back, <laughs> Lou, and then of course and Matt and and John. Now, Lou is is calling in from Portland, so that's why she sounds a little bit different. I did not say this in a previous podcast where we had someone calling in. And <laughs> I didn't even say it because she's from Portland. Not she's also she's from Portland, so yeah. that's why yeah. she's Yeah, I just different. sound better. But she's from Houston. She's from Houston. Ooh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, it's just better. I have home videos of her being like, uh, Jonathan! <laughs> I, she did have that accent at one point in her life. Are we going to cut that into the... She has a right southern now. twang. What yeah. happened is yeah. I, I moved to New York City when I was 18 and I thought somebody would murder me, so I had to like kill the accent <laughs> immediately. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, this was New York in the what? The in the early, early 90s. Early 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. 94. You definitely get stabbed. Yeah. Yeah, 94. Well, were, were things more dangerous back then? I don't I mean, know. Yeah. I mean, in my head, they were. Yeah. I mean, it's not as bad as in the 70s, according to the, uh, the, the country's news, mayor. You know. The country's mayor. <laughs> Had cleaned things up at that point. Right. They got rid of all the porn uh, in Times Square and whatever. Yep. That's yeah, true. Yeah. See? Yeah. See the um, dudes? Okay. It's and historical. Now, New York is probably safer because all the gentrification, right? That's that's one of the benefits. Yeah. 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 It's yeah what? Yeah, frisking out. All <laughs> um, gentrification is one of the benefits, he said. But, oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, okay. So, a lot of that will get cut from the podcast. But, <laughs> um, so we're here today to talk about uh, community. A show that is no longer on air, but uh, Dan Harmon's community. No, yes, Dan Harmon's community. Is there another community? Well, there. Yeah, towards the end. Yeah. Oh well, they... no! Fourth season, just the fourth season. Everything else is Dan Harmon's season, right? Oh, okay. Everything yeah, else that's Dan what it was. Yeah. yeah. I remember they so, kicked him out for a little bit, and then he came back. So, so. Well, let's do our opening statements, and then I really do want to talk about Dan Harmon and community because I feel like you Wait, cannot this a Dan Harmon podcast. No, I feel like you can't <laughs> talk about community or the characters without talking about Dan Harmon because no, I feel true. like the four or five best characters are all extensions of his personality. 
and I'm already talking about it, but I guess I'll just keep talking about it. And uh, I've listened to Harmontown. So is your character Dan Harmon? My character's not Dan Harmon, but uh, I thought about going meta and doing that because this is a meta yeah, show, no, that right? Makes sense. Um, but I didn't. Um, but anyway, Harmontown, Lou, how much of Harmontown did you listen to or did you just watch the documentary? Um, I've watched a, a few Harmontowns, but I watch Dan Harmon work out every other morning on Instagram. Oh, nice. This on Instagram. This is one yeah. of my secrets. Oh, okay. He's, he's been getting into shape lately okay. and he's been For posting on Instagram just to so, be in shape. He wants so to be in shape. So much so that I'm like one of like 10 people who we like all know each other in the chats and we just no like. No way. Oh yeah, no, it's hardcore. <laughs> I, That's I'm awesome. Feeling, I'm yeah. beginning to feel outclassed one of, in terms one of, of this them, community. One of them, <laughs> I know, yeah. One of them just got brought on stage on, on a recent episode. Oh, of yes. It was so, MLE 805. She's one of my, my homies. Yeah. I, oh, my oh goodness. My God. Good this Lord. Is Deeply like, uncomfortable that we she have, knows. We have a famous person on the podcast. Basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good Lord. Um, so, uh, Dan Harmon, I've listened to every episode of Harmon Town. Nice. And then, and what's weird about it is now re-watching Community. Mm. I watched Community the first time without knowing who Dan, Har- Dan Harmon was. And then I... I watched I watched it the first time without knowing who he was, and then I listened to Harmontown. I've listened to four hundred something episodes of Harmontown. I've spent four hundred plus hours of my life with Dan Harmon. With yep. him. With him. I mean, literally. I mean, it's, I, it, it, I feel minutes. the same way, but with video, like watching him work out and yeah. transform his body. Yeah, no, with watching his... him work out. Way too intimate. No, yeah. that that's. I think that's way better though. Yeah, it's is this great. like a live stream thing. Yeah. So, yeah, he live yeah, streams he it. He's getting really extreme with it. He has like multiple GoPros. Like his trainer yeah. wears a GoPro wow. helmet. Also. <laughs> For you kids, he's the creator of Rick and Morty as well. So if you love Rick and Morty, you, you should check out Community, where he really gets his first successful you know show. Um, but after listening to Harmontown and watching Community again, I f- it feels very bizarre to me. I literally feel like the show, even though we're talking about characters and we are going to talk about characters, I feel like that show is so writer-driven and so yes. his personality extended. It feels very bizarre to watch it after like getting to know him. Um, Getting to know him, <laughs> I I know who he is because I've listened to him talk for four hundred fifty hours, and he gets very personal. He talks he talks about everything. Hours is not enough time to know someone. He talks about okay, for instance, uh, a story that he tells about how you know how he sees race is one thing that his mom did whenever he was little was she brought him two different dolls and his mom was trying to be progressive and she got him a black doll and a white doll and she was trying to be progressive but he said she went about it the wrong way because what she did was she gave them to him and he's like okay great but then she goes. Do you see that, Dan? Do you do you, do you see that there's not any di- real difference there? And she go and he goes, uh, yeah, mom. And she goes, they're black. One's black and one's white, but there's no difference. And he's like, well, now all I can think about <laughs> is that one is black and one's white. And so if you watch Community, though, so much of that humor is there of like sort of the the like it's like a guilt of like mm-hmm. I see race and I have racist thoughts, but I know that they're wrong and I know what the right thing to do and say is. And I feel like Pierce um, is an extension of that, like. The just pure, unadulterated, like uh, old school, not really understanding what's right and what's wrong, and just saying whatever he thinks. Um, He's the id of and, Dan Harmon's ego, or his of his sure, personality. Maybe even, but I think Dan Harmon tries so much harder than Pierce does to yeah. say the right thing and do the right thing. No, I'm saying he's um, the you know, id. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, like on Harmon Town, for instance, like Dan Harmon will like uh, bring bring somebody up, and then you know if it's transgendered, he's very like sensitive to those things. Like he he's really trying hard to be progressive, but he doesn't hide the fact that he's he has thoughts. Like he he talks about like you know like I grew up in the '80s and stuff, and like I think this way. I'm trying not to though. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm gonna have to cut that in later because we'll, we'll let's do opening <laughs> statements first. <laughs> Who wants to do their character first? Matt, always, you want to go last? Or? I always go last. You don't yeah. always go last, but you, you. I think you went first on one episode or second on one episode. I've only been 
We've only done... You've done three. Four. This is the fourth one, yeah. I've been in three. Okay. And out of the three, I've always been last. Okay. Um, does any any guests want to go first or I'll go first? I guess you go first and then I'll, I'll go I think okay. you should go first so that way everybody... I'm split between two characters. So uh, one of these is my honorable mention and one of them is the character that I'm going to go with. I'll figure it out after I say them out loud. No matter what you say, it's going to be so, racist though. So Chang... <laughs> Chang, uh, Ben Chang is his name, his full name on the show. Uh, Ken Jong. Ken Jong. Yeah. Um, ben Chang uh, and Pierce are my two characters. One of them is my honorable mention, and one of them is the character that I'm going to argue no for. No matter today. what you say, there's no um, right answer, right? I'm going to argue for Ben Chang. I think okay. Ben Chang is the best character because every show needs a heel or a villain to sort of. Uh, bounce things off of you know the characters need something to challenge them and I feel like Ben Chang at the beginning he was a villain of sorts because he was just a hard ass teacher and uh, there's some great scenes of him being the Spanish teacher and just being hilarious <laughs> and uh, you know the way he does his hands is like hasta luego like, he's very like expressive should not be the Spanish teacher but is no, why not um, for many reasons uh, but uh, I'd like to be he is <laughs> I'm interested what are some of those reasons <laughs> it's purely race based <laughs> No, he he shouldn't be the Spanish teacher because he he's not doesn't know Spanish. He's not qualified. <laughs> That's I mean, the main reason. Yeah. We find out later that he's not qualified, right? Yeah. Um. So then when we find out he's not qualified, uh, he becomes a he wants to join their study group, and so it becomes this like mm, character yeah. that's causing conflict with that. But then he starts to become a villain where he's like, I'm taking their group down, and I'm taking Greendale, yeah. and um. So he his character evolves a lot throughout the show, and then eventually becomes a uh, sort of part of the group as. We know, uh, you know, actors sort of got sick of the whole "is the show coming back? Is it not?" kind of thing. And Dan Harmon's not on this season now; he's back. And the, and so you know, characters left and, and came, but he stayed there, and his character changed. And I think that he's a great character on the show, and uh, that's the character I'm going with. But honorable mention Pierce because he plays a similar role, and I think yeah. that he is one of four characters that really is part of Dan Harmon's personality. Um, Which is and, a plus to you. And he's Chevy Chase, who was apparently an asshole to work with, but yes. <laughs> but but that's what I've heard too. But yeah. but delivers the shit out of that character and really commits and like does a great job. So honorable yeah, mention. It makes Pierce. me believe the character makes me believe that Chevy yeah. Chase is an asshole, but yeah. also just turns out he is he, an, he ass- is an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's but not the thing even is, acting. Is, is Chevy Chase has been that way for years yeah. and years and years. He's always like played an asshole. Like even yeah. on, even on the vacation <laughs> movie, he's an asshole. He's like looking at other women and like yeah that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Um, all right. So I guess I'll go with mine again. I had a hard time picking between two because I really like Troy and Abed because they kind of come together as a package deal. Mm. Um, but then, you know, having to split it down and get to just one, um, it was kind of hard because, again, like I said earlier, I love the uh, all the references to mm. all the pop culture that Abed is. But then... Which is the show. Which is the yeah, show. That's yeah. the whole show. And then, but then I think of... For me, I think that Troy just played by Donald Glover. Yeah, Donald Glover or Childish Gambino. You yes, know, I think that's the first thing I remember him like if, doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, well, he was a writer on Thirty Rock. He was a writer on Thirty Rock. He did stand up, um, and then actually, like, we'll probably talk about it later. But when he started kind of disappearing from the show, was when his Childish Gambino started yeah. taking off, yeah. and he started going on tour, so he couldn't always be there for the show. And then he went to film Atlanta. He got, and, he got a deal from FX. Yes, yeah. and so that, I and that again, that's has, one of the things that kind of brought the show down for me it was once he left yeah. i just kind of was like oh okay and yeah, then he I would pop up way. like randomly and you're like this is just weird so, so troy so definitely troy was going to be mine because he's, he's part of that dynamic duo but then also yeah. after he left you felt 
it, dynamic duo, and then also just the amount of one-liners that he has that you're like, what in the world yes. is he talking about? Yes. Like, they're just out there. Yeah. yeah. So, good times. Um, well, I feel like I should right, follow that up because <clears throat> I picked Ovid and... Uh, hey, hey, there we go. Yeah. and uh, The show could be... I feel like people who never heard of the show would recognize the names Troy and Abed paired together because it's just like it's probably what gets broadcasted the most from people who watch the show. Well, you yeah, know? is it Troy and Abed? Troy and Abed. Troy and Abed in the morning. Yeah, that too. Yeah, and then Troy and Abed in the mornings. Yeah, yeah. late nights. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, basically, you've already said it, but Abed is the show. I mean, he is the meta of a meta show. He's he's the one to yes. sort of break the fourth wall for us constantly. And mm-hmm. you know, um, I mean, there's an episode where he makes films about what the group is going to do before they even do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> which is just wonderful. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I think he, I, I love his, uh, like, I think he, he must be one of the, uh, the four that you're talking about, Jonathan, because I feel like yes. he is the Abed. autistic OCD version of Dan Harmon's yes. brain, yes. which he very yes. much has, you know, he is the, he's the spectrum part of, yeah. of, of Dan Harmon and also the film and TV show appreciation part yes, of Dan Yes, exactly. Harman. Right. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I w- we'll get into that whenever yeah. I get there. But That's all. It, yeah, Matt. This, this is as fast as it's ever gone. No, it's never been this <laughs> We're long. like, boom, boom, boom. You seem a little docile. I want you to pull it, and, to and the, bring the it up The problem is now I was like desperately trying to think of like, should I continue down the same path? Yes. You have a great character. But, but I, not I just the great character, the best character. Troy. <laughs> yeah, say, say Troy, something about Troy, well, yeah. I have to agree with you. When Troy started disappearing from the show, it was really depressing. And like, I know it was because Gambino was, was taken off, which is totally yeah. awesome. Hats off, love childish. But um, well, and, yeah, you didn't and feel he was sick of the tug of war. He was sick of the tug of war. Oh, you know? right. He yeah. was sick of like, yeah. are we going to be on next year? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. That's reasonable. Yeah. It's like if your star is taking off, like, you know, you can't sit there and keep doing the show that right. you mm-hmm. – and also working with Dan Harmon is sort of like I, – I feel like it's almost like a uh, – what, what is it when you uh, <clears throat> when you are kidnapped and mm-hmm. you begin to believe and trust your kidnapper? <laughs> yeah. What is it called? Uh, the Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm, Stockholm Syndrome. syndrome yeah. I feel like there's a little bit of Stockholm Syndrome where it's like everything he does is amazing and you love it, but then also he is – Mm-hmm. He's got. He's so problematic the way he deals with people. He's socially. He is. He's Abed in that he doesn't know how to deal with people. But then yeah. he's also. He's also Jeff Winger and Pierce in that he's an asshole. <laughs> Did you guys listen to um, that This American Life with the apology, the Dan Harmon apology to the woman who was working on Community? I I, I heard the Dan Harmon apology live on Harmon Town. Oh, nice. Okay, so uh, check yeah, out the. So let's. This Amer- I'm yeah. sorry. Just side note, like everyone should check this out. It's on This American Life. Yeah. I think it's. Oh man, I can't remember the name of the episode, but um. I'm yeah. sure you could just Google it. I'm going to get into that because that okay. is part of the reason he lost his show. So I want to talk about that. Yeah. In a but yeah, yeah, go ahead, Matt. Oh, well, I was just going to say that that, statement. that is like, it's a great uh, episode of This American Life because you get not only his yeah. apology, but you also get her. She speaks. And, yes. Um, yes. And, and she wrote the Law and Order episode of Community, which is fantastic. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh good yeah. app, good app. Yeah, Man, there's so many good specific apps. Mm-hmm. I wish we had just done. Well, that's what I was gonna say too. Pick your favorite app. This, this yeah. show, Seriously. this show is really it's it's got great characters for sure, and yeah. it's also full of amazing like one-liner jokes. Yeah. But then it also like no other show because I was trying to think of shows to compare it to Thirty Rock because it's 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 surreal. Like mm-hmm. stuff happens yeah. that could never happen, and the yeah. one-liners are great. Yeah. Scrubs is is surreal and one-liners yeah. are great. Yeah. But I feel like as far as iconic episodes go. I can maybe remember a couple of things that happened on 30 Rock that I really loved, but like 
I can remember entire episodes because they were so different than anything, oh, no. and they're Absolutely iconic. Insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we could do that. We could talk about like episode appreciation. Yeah. On the show. If, you, if you just talk about specific episodes, then I, I think it's I, easy. I, yeah. I do not like cast members. I don't love recap shows like podcasts that recap shows, but I feel like I could actually tolerate a community recap because tolerate, re- but you wouldn't seek it out. Recapping, <laughs> recapping a community episode would actually be very interesting because each episode is so different. Then it's yeah. not just like today this character did that. It's, it's like, a hard choice to uh, do those, on this podcast. Those shows are like dry though. All all the characters are so good it's really hard to pick one on yes. community most of them are good some well of them are i mean bad. but some of them are bad in a way that you love that they're bad you know like shirley clearly no one's gonna pick her as their favorite Sh- character Shirley, no. no shirley is not a standout character and i like I'll, shirley i'll tell you why after the opening statement go Matt. <laughs> oh yeah so uh back and forth there's a lot of different good characters dean pelton though Dean Pelton. Dean Pelton is such... His name is Craig Pelton, but Dean is his title, right? Yeah. Well, I don't care because he's the Dean. Yeah. Um, Not really a main character I want to feel. I feel like he gets more time the longer the show goes on. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because at the beginning of the show, he usually just delivers the MacGuffin or whatever to the the party, right? He just says, makes a this is pun. happening. Yeah. Come come yeah. do something. He makes it he makes a pun. But I think later on the show. Wears an actually, insane outfit. Yeah, yes. where's an insane and as the show goes on, it, I feel like his personality just gets more and more extreme. Yeah. Like at the beginning of the show, you're willing to accept that maybe he's just like a guy who's really bad at his job. Yeah. Uh well, he works at a community college. Yeah. Well, he's still a dean. That's the thing. But but the thing is, is it's Dan I mean, Harmon. Dan Harmon is taking college. a shot at, oh, at yeah. higher education. But it, it's not even a good community college, though. That's yeah, no, it's a it's, terrible. It's like it's the lowest of the low, and then he's the dean of that school. Yeah. That's the, the lowest, lowest of the low. low. Would be and he's not even a good yeah. dean, and yeah. so it's like it's just yeah. Nobody's writing home fears. about that job. That's not <laughs> a... one of his fears. Yeah. is that he's not a good dean. Yeah, and that's part of his character development. I love his character is very strong because he's got so many insecurities that come his way out. He just wants people to like him. Really wants everyone to love him. He also wants Greendale to be successful. That yeah, too. But which in, is so absurd because in that it's so way shitty. It's so exactly. terrible. And um, he, he keeps putting on all these different like events yeah. and like the human well, beings. Yeah. Oh my god. So <laughs> human beings. So the episode where he invites Troy to be on the football team, and he comes in and he's he's standing at the table and he goes, uh, he's like, look at you guys passing the conversation around like a football. Speaking of football, and uh, and he he tries to get Troy, who was a star quarterback. Um, to be on the football team. And yeah, that whole episode is great because then they come up with, him and Pierce come up with the human beings, which again, <laughs> feels like to me that that conversation that that Dan Harmon's having with his mom, where it's like, we're not trying to be racist, but in trying not to be racist, it's fucking it's racist. It's the, uh, the white skin suit, right? Yeah. yeah. I love, like, we have, yeah. we have all skin colors from seal to seal's teeth. <laughs> like, and... And at the end, it's like uh, it's like a what is it called? Like a, a, a gimp? Like it's yeah, almost like right. a gimp yes, suit, it's it's a gimp gimp suit. with like yeah. lipstick on his face. It's the most horrifying, yes. terrifying, and it is there. Of all time. It's there forever. Yeah. yeah, it's from the first season on. It never goes away. No, yeah, no. And their flag being a butthole, not realizing yes. it, that is the flag <laughs> forever. We'll be right back to the show after this exciting announcement of Dan Harmon's new community project. All fans of Community know that the writers and actors on that show put six seasons in a movie out to the universe, and the universe answered back. By hook or by crook, by Hulu and Yahoo screen, we finally got our six seasons. But what about the movie? Well, I'm excited to announce, with Dan Harmon's blessing, that the Community movie is here. That's right, the Community movie is welcoming back all of our favorite characters in what's being described as a meta-magical experience. But as a community fan, you already know it's not going to be easy to find. So I'm going to give you a few seconds to get a pen and paper to take notes. 
pop, pop. Here we go. First, you've got to go to the NBC Network page and find the Community tab. Haven't found it yet? Well, keep looking. It's there. It just moves around from spot to spot. And if you don't find it in the first 10 minutes, a message will pop up saying that the show is on hiatus while Dan Harmon feuds with the network. Once you do finally click on the link, you'll notice something strange. It's taking you to Yahoo Screen. Is that still a thing? We don't know. But once you're there, you'll find a dozen other links. Some contain viruses, some contain a broken CISO link, and just one contains the actual audio file for the movie. Don't have QuickTime Player? You better download it because that's the only way to watch this film. Now there's nothing left to do except for sit back, expand that QuickTime box, and enjoy the community movie. Uh oh. As a community fan, you won't be surprised that two-thirds of the way through this film, an error message pops up saying that the film has been canceled by the network. But the last third of the film is out there. All you've got to do is take to social media and start a grassroots movement to save the last third of the film. Once you've got over 100,000 retweets, Chevy Chase will slide into your DMs and invite you to a Skype call in which he'll deliver the final instructions to view the last third of the film in the most disoriented and yet endearing way possible. Congratulations, folks. We finally have our six seasons and a movie. The main thing about the Dean is that yeah. Dean Pelton is a driving force okay, let me, let, for like every single episode that he is in. Round Robin, let's talk about Dean Pelton, which is my favorite episode. There, I think there are the two best episodes when there's a million good episodes, right? My two favorite episodes, the Dice episode, obviously. He got Jeez. he got nominated for like Hugo Awards and stuff like that. The Dice Dean's, episodes, the the Dean's not even in that. Yeah. You think it's the best episode? I think so too. I think the best episode is the one with your character in it. So maybe you want to... You <laughs> no, the Dice episode okay. is by far... All right, well, you're shooting yourself in the foot, but okay. <laughs> um, no, but Dean is in one of my favorite episodes, which is when he's trying to make a commercial for the community college yeah. uh, and he yeah. becomes a crazy obsessive director and there's a part where he finds out that Luis Guzman is going to be in the film <laughs> and that's whenever he starts going he starts going overboard because a star is going to be in this film yes. and so star. it is going to be perfect I've got to go home and rewrite all the parts and stuff like that right mm-hmm. and so he comes back the next day and like there's a scene where Britta and Troy are supposed to hug and go you know it's a place where you can be different and <laughs> He makes them do the same thing a hundred yeah. times. Yeah. And uh, he turns into Kubrick is what it he, is. He turns yeah. into Kubrick. And he turns into Kubrick filming The Shining. He's sitting and there. Shelley Duvall just making her do that same yeah. scene <laughs> over and yeah. over exactly. and over. And he goes, he goes. And so it's perfect. You he know? goes, I'm trying to take a 400 year old dagger out of the back of America. And <laughs> you are just hugging. <laughs> and it's the, my favorite, one of my favorite lines ever. Like this dude's trying to solve and it's just like slavery shitty, and racism. It's just yeah. shitty like community college. With, like, with, a, with a white woman telling a black man, uh, you can be different. And that's what's to solve everything. And and Troy. And that's how you solve it. Is you have a yeah. white person tell a black person. Yes. Well, yeah. The white person has to be the agent. Has you to have, have the white savior. You yes. Know? I mean, right. look, yes. look at the Oscars. And Come so on. Troy, Troy's on the ground crying like by the hundred take. And he's like, why do they, she keeps saying I'm different. Like he's so upset about it. And, and then, and last thing I'll say about this episode, because we can't just talk about every episode, but, uh, you know, we'll go over a few, is um, then it gets to the point where Jeff, who has been in a bald cap getting ready to play the Dean okay. for two weeks yeah. and planned on, like, trying to uh, trying to get out of it by being super flamboyant, but the Dean loved it. He, yeah. was, like, he was like, you have found gold. Um, he, he, he comes to set for the first time. He's been wearing the bald cap for two weeks, and um, he does his scene. Which is just to say, like one line. It's yeah. stupid. Yeah. And 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 the dean goes, he goes, take off the ball cap. And he goes, what? And he goes, take off the fucking ball cap. It's <laughs> fake. I don't like it. 
I don't want that Hollywood shit on my set. And he goes, he's like, I've been wearing this ball cap for two weeks. I have bald friends now. This is who I am. And he goes, take it off, winger, or you're out. And uh, Chang is his understudy. And Chang has a Jeff Winger wig on with a bald cap on top of that so that he can be Jeff being the dean. Yeah, taking and the then, bald cap off. And yeah. then... Uh, he steps up and he takes the ball cap off and he's got Jeff Winger's hair underneath and and the dean turns to him and he goes, "That's real." Uh, to Chang. Can we also talk about the dean's unhealthy obsession with Jeff, Jeff Winger? Winger. Yeah, it's, okay, uh, I just watched yeah. an episode this so morning much. about yeah. about when uh, the dean actually tricks Jeff into going to a sale at the Gap. Um, <laughs> So that he can show up at the mall and then blackmail him into hanging out with him all day. <laughs> and go to like a yeah. Mexican food restaurant and have, you know, a mariachi band sing yeah. to them and record karaoke. The, <laughs> uh, the, the most cringeworthy character on the show, probably. Oh, it's so creepy. If you like, uh, you know, The Office or any of those other like super cringeworthy I comedies. I don't like those shows, but yeah. I love, love the Dean. Yeah. I, the Dean felt just well, so it, good. I like, I like that the Dean, when he tries to do something good, it yeah. always ends up being bad and then it's just the snowball effect of the small little thing just by the end of the episode is gigantic like with the paintball episode or episodes yeah there's many yeah where you know it started off as just it was going to be this fun little thing and then it just goes completely haywire Uh and destroys the entire campus yeah because he was trying to do something nice and he was trying to do something good for the school Mm -hmm. and to get people like to you know love the school excited about the school exactly but then in doing that, he then has people destroy the school that he's trying to then promote and yes. trying to get. It. And I just I love stuff like well, that. Like I love movies like that where this the small little thing just snowball effects. Yeah. And you'll find that Dean basically thing. has like no limits either. In that because in yeah. that episode, he's like when he releases Chang or whatever. <laughs> yeah. What will what, what will he not Chang, do? Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and it does that music? <laughs> exactly. What's that music from? What movie is that parody? I don't know, I but remember. it is so... I, I can't remember off the top of my head. You can't tell if I hear it again... When it happens, that scene happens Tweet when us. Bustin... Is it, like, offensive? Tweet us at uh, YFCS Pod you on Twitter yourself, and like, let us know is, what like, movie is he parodying. This is mildly offensive, right? But it's... it's no, it's from a movie. They're parodying I mean, yeah. movies. A yeah. lot of times... See, and a lot of times, the jokes they crack, like, you know, um, I remember... Uh, on the last episode of the series, they're pitching what a season seven could be. And yeah. it's a pretty emotional episode because they're saying goodbye to the show. Yeah. And it's pretty cool because Jeff, who did not want to be there in the beginning, now can't think... Like, it's a good it's yeah. a good ending, yeah. actually. Yeah, can't because, think of where he would be yeah, without it. Without yeah. it, and he doesn't know, want, want to leave it. Yeah. And so it's a great... Sh- that's cool. Um, it's a cool parallel between episode one and epi- the final episode, right? But uh, they do point out because they have... Uh, God, what's the guy's name? Who did the voice of Spawn, I think, on the animated series? And he's in the, he's in the last season. Um, black dude, I can't remember his name. Oh uh, yes, yeah, I. God, we I can't look up. Yeah, we look up. So anyway, he's on the show to. and he's he's going to like L.A. or whatever, and they're pitching like, what would it, what would a season seven be? Because Abed says like, you know, our season's ending or something. Like, come on, Abed, and they're like, well, let's pitch a show. And so anyway, uh, they're like, what do we do? We have like Shirley back because he's not going to be there, and like they're like, whoa, that's racist, and it's like <laughs> it's like, well, come on, man, like. And, and uh, the dean goes, why can't we have Shirley, him, and even another black guy? Like, And uh, it shows in the pitch. Uh, Keith David? Keith David, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Keith Elroy David, is the character. He plays Elroy, and he's cool because he like brings this whole like uh, technology and, like uh, what is it, a virtual reality type world that Dan Harmon is obsessed with. Uh, yeah. he, bring, he brings that into it. Um, but anyway, uh, so they play with race. I mean, they talk about race a lot and oh. sort of like the balance of the group. And uh, even the characters that are weaker... I think we could start with that because we are going to talk. We're going to talk about Abed and Troy and yeah. and, uh, and everybody. But the characters who are weaker, I think, do serve as 
a flavor, like an essential flavor. Like, you know, you can have uh, you can have spaghetti, but if you don't have the seasoning, it's not going to be good. Yeah. What do you consider and so essential I'm, seasoning I'm saying of spaghetti? Sp- what are you calling the weaker characters? Onion? It, that's what I, I was wondering, well, too. Well, okay. Can I say, I think that Shirley is a weaker character, yes. and here is why. I, I but like Shirley I think she's in a lot. No, I think she's an essential seasoning. I think you need her. I think she adds a lot of flavor to it. I, I love her on it, and when she's not on the show, you do feel it. You do feel her missing, her presence missing on the yeah. show. Yeah. But... She does not have a lot of. Uh, she doesn't have a great character arc. She doesn't have uh, a lot of growth. Um, she sort of is a stereotype of a Christian yep. who is just sort of. And there's not a lot of growth in that either. Um, and to me, she's not one of those characters that is a part of Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon is not like an uber Why Christian. He's not a black woman with children. <laughs> no, for real. I mean, he yeah. doesn't have those people in him. And mm-hmm. I would be willing to bet. I, I am sure there were there were definitely females in that writing room. I would be willing to bet that there weren't women of color or you know yeah yeah i I, or you know mothers who are christian stuff like that i feel like she didn't have good representation in the writer's room yeah and so she does have she does have a few episodes where she gets a a a good story that plot that revolves around her but for the most part she's a side character albeit i think an important side character when she leaves you do feel it missing but she's not it's not the the impact of a troy or something although like well i mean along with her another one that didn't get picked is and I, I don't really think Britta? of her as a side character, yeah. um, but no, Annie. Annie, uh, I always so I love, Annie. Like, I love Annie. So and Lou, I tell love me about Annie because her I her growth yeah. through the show. Yeah, she's um, fantastic. But yeah, <laughs> okay, t- talk to me about Annie because I felt like Annie was also kind of like Shirley to me. No, I because like Annie, Annie, Annie as a, but listen, the actress that plays Annie is such. Oh, she's amazing. She's, she's amazing awesome. at commitment. She yeah, commits I watch to her everything on Glow. so wholeheartedly. Oh, yeah, Glow's great. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. so fully committed yeah. that every, even though she's super irritating as a character, it's like so fun to watch her just go completely into yes. it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, and then yeah. like I love, I love in the later, you know, like what is it, season three, I guess, when yeah. she roommates with Troy right. and Abed yes. and yes. they have that whole little dynamic. Yeah. Because that, like, she's basically has to be like the mom of mm. the two, like, little kids that are just totally. can't, like, yeah. do anything real. I, I didn't love them trying to pair her and Jeff together as a relationship. I didn't love that. Yeah. The, the, like, the whole, like, her having a crush on them was fine, but then when they tried to make it real. Well, and Jeff's, like, in love weird. with her by the end of the season. Yeah, the it, season. Got, it just got weird because it, like, it. Seemed kind of predatory. Yes. From yeah. the beginning, yeah. and then they tried to make it's it more of like. For sure. I don't like that at all. It, and then they tried to make it more of like, oh, it's it's okay, it's a thing, but like well, clearly ways, Jeff Winger is a predatory person. Yeah, like, it might have been very problematic of, like, of the behind the scenes stuff, right? Like, I mean, yeah, so, by behind the scenes, so Dan, Dan Harmon is pursuing this writer who's get, clearly telling him no and is much younger than yeah. him. So I don't so know. So season season three, Dan Harmon gets fired at the end of it. And part of it was because he was becoming more erratic and harder to work with and stuff like that. But then it's been revealed later because uh, do you know her name, Lou? The the woman that um, I can't called think of out? it right now. It's terrible. But uh... Jet, Jet, uh, Max looking her up. Yeah, I'll get it. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Megan um, Gantz. Oh, Megan. Her name is yeah, Megan yeah, Gantz. Megan Gantz. Megan Gans. And she's a good comedy writer. She does other shows uh, too. I can't remember what. Yeah, but I've, she's I've seen stuff. All up. kinds of stuff now. She's, yeah. So she tweeted to Dan Harmon and called him out, and then he on Harmon Town did a 15 minute obviously not written. I mean nothing Dan Harmon does is written. He's very just well except for the stuff that he writes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah. Except for except for community Which the, the show community, we're talking yeah. about. The characters we're discussing. Yeah. You know. Except for Rick oh, and Morty. Yeah, she's a producer on Modern Rick and Morty, you know, all the things that he does in his career. Basically but. yeah, everything that he okay. makes money for. I'm sorry. Harmontown is yeah, completely there improvised. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um and that's one of the beautiful things about it, but he goes in and does this improvised uh he brings up and tells the story and he apologizes. And what he says in it is basically, 
he sort of reveals that he thinks that's one of the reasons he was fired from the show is that he was acting like an asshole and like a jerk because of this, which is he was pursuing this woman, trying to get a, have a relationship with her, which is inappropriate because it's in the workplace, but also because she didn't really want it. And then it becomes even more inappropriate because he starts to, as she does not return his, you know, it, it never gets physical, but as he does not, the, the part where it becomes bad is that as she does not return his affection, he starts to be an asshole to her, and he's her boss, yeah. yep. and that's that's the fucked up part. So and he if you listen that to the, the This apology. American Life, they do her side of the story, which I think is really yeah. important. But but what happened yeah, is he kind of apologizes in this like vague way on Twitter, and then she like tweets back at him, care to be more specific. And so yeah. it starts this whole conversation. <laughs> so wait, did he Burn. did he apologize or did she ask him to apologize first? No, I think he just apologized like vaguely, okay. and then she's like, "Care to be more specific?" And then he's and he said something like, "I'm willing to do whatever you know yeah. you want to make yeah, this and better." That- and then she's like, "Hey." Uh, thinking to herself, you know, not my responsibility to make you fucking feel better, right? Like Yeah. So, anyway, no. very interesting so, uh, episode. It is and I don't want to absolve Dan Harmon, but one of the great things about about him is that is is what I was talking about before about how he knows that he has these yeah. faults. Oh yeah. And he will acknowledge it and in the podcast, I mean, he is very uh it is the best apology I've heard. Well, and that's, uh, she for, even says that. She's like, this is the kind of apology yeah. you dream of, you know, when you're when you're a woman. And that, like, all these women wrote her and said, like, I am being healed through this apology to you. Like, you yeah. know, so many people need to hear this. Yeah. Anyway, we don't have to, like, no, harp on it forever. But it's just, it's no. it's, it's one of those things that, and, and he, he becomes, as a human being, that, I mean, the real Dan Harmon, I think, becomes... Someone you can love because he's flawed and he's admitting it in a way that I think is, yeah. is the best he can do, right? Yeah, and um, I, and also we can, we I don't think we should like laud his show or him and not talk about this. So I mean, oh, yeah. it's good that we're talking about. It. So, ex- so back to the show. Yeah. So, <laughs> Dan Harmon, extensions of him, Abed. That's his like uh, on the spectrum yeah. part of him. His his appreciation of film and show, and uh, I think is that even appreciation? Would you call that appreciation? Yeah, he's borderline like obsession. Well, it's, obsession, well, yeah. it's I mean, it's like Tarantino. I mean, people love Tarantino and think that he's this amazing filmmaker, but all he really does is just regurgitate all the stuff he watched when he was a kid. Yeah, and so it's the same thing. I mean, yeah. that's what he's doing. He's regurgitating like I, all the stuff that he loved. Halfway likes Tarantino. I because people uh, who like Tarantino really love. Oh, they work. love Tarantino. Like I, I can't like get, I can't movies, get back into but it. I get to the point where it's like we get it. You're Tarantino. Like you can calm down now. Just like the same stuff. Yeah, I, I don't like his use of the N word. I don't think he should. You use don't think it. so? No. He, no. And he said uses. It was fine. He uses. It <laughs> oh, okay, one person vouched for him. <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah. I think his uh, most Samuel, recent Samuel film Samuel L. Jackson's is, is the least Tarantino-y yeah. of all his films until like the last twenty minutes. That, <laughs> Sam, yeah, I haven't either. Samuel cause... L. Jackson's eyes in that scene on Pulp Fiction <laughs> do not say that it's fine because he does. He comes out of character in that scene. A hundred percent. If you watch yeah. that scene, he's definitely coming out of character. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, but back to uh, Abed. Um, who's doing Abed? Oh, uh, Lou, you're doing Abed. Yeah. I, I can't remember Troy and Abed. Y'all both have them. Yeah, they're, they're the same, um, same thing, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, One unit. Except I would say that Troy... <laughs> I, think that, I think that what makes Abed a great character is that he... We, we talk about plot drivers a lot in, in this show, mm-hmm. which is like, I think that Abed central to the plot on a lot of episodes and yeah. pushes the plot on a lot I mean uh, uh, probably 60-70% of the episodes I think are, Abed are is the Abed wizard drift. behind the curtain man like 
Yeah, that's he's, yeah. he's Dan Harmon. He's his brain. Yeah. I think yeah. that... Well, what I like most about Abed is that I feel like... And maybe this is like too on the nose, but on the Dice episode... Yes. I feel like the one iteration... Yeah, where Abed was gone was like the worst timeline. When Abed, it's just, oh, like yeah, the yeah. emotional heart when, of the yeah. Of Abed the, of was the gone, was that is that the one where the bad timeline happened? Yeah, yeah the bad timeline. I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. And then when Jeff is gone is when the best when everything yeah. good happens, and yeah. that's that's the asshole part of Dan Harmon. I think Jeff Winger is an extension of Dan Harmon. It's the side that doesn't want to empathize with anybody. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, all me, me, thinks, me, me, me. thinks they're better than anybody, and he makes him a lawyer because Dan Harmon will argue something until you're not his friend or his girlfriend or his wife yeah. anymore. Yeah. He got divorced. Um, <laughs> and Jeff, and Jeff Winger that. is the part of him that hits on a, a, a writer in his, you know, his, yeah, yeah. on his show yeah. that yeah. won't reciprocate. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, uh, so then Pierce, yeah. Pierce, Abed, Jeff, and then I think the last person that is a true extension of Dan Harmon is Britta. Because she is, and Britta's original yeah. character, because honestly, I think the show fucked up Britta's character. But, I, at the start of the show, Britta is a very strong character. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy watching her because she's got a power over Jeff. Like, Jeff likes her and she's just like, like, who are you? Who cares about you? You know, kind of thing. She's way cooler than him. And then by the end of the show, well, she, cooler in what, in what she's way? cooler because she's just she's like, lived. she blows him off. Like, yeah. she just walks by him and, and she makes Jeff Winger, who thinks he's cool, feel like dirt. But Jeff Winger is um, cool. And <laughs> Britta, <laughs> but Britta, uh, Britta then becomes, by the end of the show, she becomes a character that everyone shits on and is, yeah, and is like yeah. annoying. And she becomes like Jeff by the end of the show, and then Jeff becomes like the lovable, like yeah. whatever kind of character. They kind of switch. It sucks for Britta's character, um, but Britta at the beginning is like really powerful and strong. She is the like liberal activist who is not really doing anything, <laughs> yeah. but pretending. Yes. And Dan Harmon, Dan Harmon, that is a big part of Dan Harmon. He oh, comes in Harmon all the time. Speaking of being a liberal activist, not doing anything. Do you yeah. guys remember the episode? Yeah. I just watched this one. This will uh, be good for your Chang argument, <laughs> where Chang becomes the security guard, and then Britta's like hungry to be an activist again, and so like the two yeah. of them are this perfect combination, and they keep playing Lionel love... Richie <laughs> every time. Is, they like every time is that they're the in episode. A, yeah, every time they're in a scene together, Lionel Richie starts playing. <laughs> Hello, is it Jesus. Me <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because Chang needs Chang yeah. needs yeah. a yeah. They need they, they need, need each other. other. They need each yeah, other. They a need fascist other. needs a yeah. yeah. Yes. You need a cause to rail against. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so she's That's like awesome. in a cage up in the hall, pouring like paint on the world, and he's like dragging her cage down the hall. <laughs> yeah, just, it's and amazing. without her, he would have nothing. Yeah, to do. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. because it's right. still just a shitty community cause. Yeah, yeah. nothing happens. Nothing happens. There's no need to have a security guard at all. What were you gonna say about Britta? Oh, my favorite scene about Britta, which is exactly that, is whenever there's the other security guard, not Chang, just some random character, and she's like, I'm an English major, words are my weapons. And the dude's <laughs> like, I'm a security guard, weapons are my weapons. <laughs> which is the, just like, it's lines. like all talk, but no fangs to the... Yeah. To the yeah. Oh, that, and that, that sums up yeah. her character, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, um, that is, she is just all talk. And but then... Dan Harmon is like that, though. He comes on Harmontown, he'll, he'll, he's got a lot of bluster, and he rails against stuff, but then immediately after he, he rails against it, he's like, but I'm not fucking doing anything about yeah, exactly. it, so who cares anyway? <laughs> and so he's very much like you, with your, your thought process on stuff like, uh, you know, whatever, recycling, like blah, 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 and you'll be like, whatever. You're talking about me, you, Matt. Person. Yeah, yeah Matt. that yeah. is absolutely true. I do yeah. believe in all these things. But... You believe in them, but you are not going to fight for them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but Which Britta, a terrible person. No, no, no. Sure. Britta <laughs> is someone who believes in them and pretends that she fights for them. Oh, which but makes yeah, even worse. Which is yeah. worse. So in well, a way, like, she's I, the alcoholic yeah. in him, even though nobody, nobody on the show really yeah. drinks. But surely, surely, it turns out Shirley has like an alcoholic yeah, past. Oh, that's like revealed. Yeah, that's right. And 
and yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. And in the dark out. in the yeah. dark timeline, she becomes an alcoholic again. Oh, I forgot about the yeah. whole dark um, timeline arc. And uh, Jeff loses an arm, and Britta <laughs> Britta gets she dies. You always got to lose an arm. Britta Britta dies yeah. one strand of hair green. She dies a strand <laughs> of her hair green, and she's like, "Man, this is everything so awful." And Jeff's like, "I lost an arm. You yeah. dyed a piece of your hair green." Like, true. Yeah, which again leads yeah. to Britta's like shell, you know. But um, yeah, I think they made Britta sort of the um. The scapegoat. N- not the heel, but like yeah, almost like a yeah, scapegoat or like scapegoat a character like, you shit on. Exactly. You needed She's someone. Like the, she becomes like the Dwight Schrute of Exactly, that, yeah. That you needed someone that just everybody can just rail on and like is just kind of kind of dumb because yeah. again, she's not she's not yeah. too bright. Again, in the beginning you make it seem like she's maybe has her stuff together, but then oh. as it goes on well, maybe that's good writing. Yeah. She she falls maybe off and it picks away. <laughs> yeah. But it's the same thing with some of the other characters. Well, one character, so you're doing Troy. Yeah, well, like with Troy, in the beginning... That's what I was going to say. In the beginning, he's this macho, like, real Uh angry, like, Uh he's this tough guy. Yeah. But then, as the show goes on, he is, like, the most sensitive person there is, and his feelings hurt. Are you giving Dan credit? Are you you giving them credit for... It's a complex character, is what you're saying. Well, yeah. Because here's my opinion. Can I, you go yeah. for it. Go for it. Well, no, no. I'm just saying I, I like that at the beginning because you, you can still tell that like it's all an act in yeah. the beginning. Like in the very beginning, you can tell that he's like he's playing. Yeah. He's playing tough because he wants to be that I'm the high school athlete. Yeah. I you know I rule this place, but then yeah. now he's at the community college. Yeah. Well, community college where is like he's, an extension of high school. So. Yeah. It, it's, I, okay. it's 13th grade. You I know? went to community college and <laughs> oh my god, me too. Yeah. Oh, and Dan. Wow. Dan, oh my gosh. Here we go. Look at this. And so did Dan Harmon. And <laughs> oh my god. Awesome. Hey. So that maybe that's why we like the show. <laughs> but, um, there you go. But uh, I think what Dan is doing. So he's got those four characters that mm-hmm. I mentioned. Uh, you know, Pierce, Abed, Britta, and Jeff, who I feel like are him. And then I feel like the other characters are Dan going like, what did I experience at a community college? An yeah. old an old guy who's like going back to school and doesn't quite know why. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. uh, a young girl who, you know, was was a bright star, but then like had some drug issues. So yeah. now she's at a community yeah. college. Yeah. Um, an athlete who got injured, who's now in the community college. So I feel because like... he didn't have the grades, <clears throat> so his well, scholarship goes away. Well, this is also based so on Harmon's... His personal experience as at community college you guys know yeah that, right? exactly yeah. that's what i'm that's so, what i'm saying oh yeah so and and then shirley is like the mom the christian mom who wants to like start a business or whatever yeah um and she, that, i guess that is a cool arc she ends up starting a business that's a whole lot, yeah. Yeah. yeah i'm um but uh what i was going to say about it is i feel like troy was supposed to start as a jock and stuff mm-hmm. like that and i think he becomes not that because dan Harmon and his writers don't know what to write for well that. yeah they don't know how to write that because oh, that's why that's if i think got, i think that they were like a bunch of writers they, i think they were like it's better don't know anything about sports like it's gonna come off weird yeah. if you uh, try so to make this guy dan Harmon literally like knows nothing star. about sports like, <laughs> you know like oh let's go toss the basketball around or like yeah. no that's a football <laughs> one like, of the running jokes it'll basically be like the room where they're yeah. you know the wedding where they're just throwing the oh, ball around God. like never actually my friends oh boy my friend's wedding that was our the photos we that's amazing we all Walk down. Lou, Lou, you we know walk what to we walk to the thing, tossing a football to each other like we've never seen a football before in our life. Yeah. And the wedding photographer is looking at us like we are the most insane people in the world. I love it. And this is also the same wedding where my other friend wore a brash. If you for the Portland person who doesn't live in Houston, brash <laughs> is a uh, is a brewery in Houston that is known for being like kind of the brash brash basically and so wow. their shirt that's good branding their shirt is basically it's like has 666 on it and it's like the most oh, wow. evil brewery and so he wore that to the rehearsal at the church and we're sitting there in the church and the uh preacher is just looking at him with this shirt with you know 
the upside down cross and yeah. all this stuff on it. So if you want to make a fun wedding, yeah. If you want to make a shitty product, but <laughs> but but like get edge lords to buy your product, just yeah. put six 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 on it. Yeah. Upside down crosses. Name it something like brash. But actually, it brash is pretty good, good though. Oh, no, okay. brash is good though. The product is fine. It, no, no, the product is good. And then. But their whole their whole bit is that like they're like the anti everything. So it's so. the opposite for me. They have a good product, but I don't buy into their branding, so I will never purchase brass. See, That's there it. you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, so it works for some, but not for others. That's yeah, true. It happens. Um, but Satanists are a growing market. So what hey. Satanism? Satanists are a yeah. growing market. I was saying, I don't know. Probably is that uh, yeah. Correlating to the rise of Dungeons and Dragons in America, I think so. Yeah, hey, and you know what? You got to thank Stranger Things. If, community, if you like it or not. Community did D and D first. They did. Love that up. But but for the younger kids, that's a strong The younger episode. kids now, it's gonna be it's gonna be Stranger Things. But sure. Now, the because the, of community is probably UN. why they put it on Stranger Things. They so. did the model you They did the model you yeah. in that felt like so a D and D game. Yes, yeah, yes. Did, yeah. There were a lot um, of the D and D episode is great because well, and see, okay, here's the other thing I like about the show: one liners are great. Yes, um, everybody gets one-liners the the show. episodes are meta and crazy, but mm-hmm. then it really does do a really good job of getting into like psychology a lot of yeah. these episodes and I think that the D&D episode is it's it's all about this guy who's like suicidal basically who's like a, a hardcore fat nerd yeah. Fat Neil yeah Fat Neil yeah who is um who is suicidal and like literally the D&D episode saves him and Pierce who is usually the heel usually the you know the, the jerk in the group gets, gets really into it yeah. yeah gets into it and ends up I mean, being, being essential to saving him fulfills that role just he still fulfills that role yeah, yeah. um Chang uh yeah, Chang later evolves as a character too, uh, like I was saying, Troy does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's out of necessity. I feel like by the the Pillow Fort episode, they like explicitly. oh Pillow Fort, yeah, Pillow Pillow Fort's a good one. They explicitly Pillow Fort's really say good. Pillow Fort, he's, he's the weakest character. It's so easy to make him cry. These are all yeah. the things that he does. Oh about. Troy, yeah, yeah, Troy. that's yeah. what we talked about. Troy, uh, yeah. Abed breaks him down. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they know the. Each other um, so they do a really great episode. The episode with the trampoline, where uh, yes, the secret garden. The secret garden. Episode. The secret garden. I love that episode. The, the, the Just, payoff of that episode yeah. is so delicious. Well, where, where oh, Troy and Abed. So oh my god, yeah, where the guy is racist. Like, well, there are so many. Mike McClintock from Veep. Yeah, Mike McClintock from Veep, who's amazing in that show. Uh, yeah, I can't remember it's, his name in real life. It's but, so funny, too, because um, Troy, he's the, the dude says to Troy, some people are just natural jumpers. And then, like, you yeah, kind yeah. of, you're, yeah. like, even as an audience member, you're kind of like, what? 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 Oh, yeah, weird. You just don't get it. Yeah. But then, but you know, you're like, that's weird, but I guess that's fine. Yeah. Like, I guess that was okay. Like, yeah, he didn't, you write he it didn't off mean it that him. way. Yeah. yeah, and there's no way. There's no way he meant it. Oh, whole, no, he like, did. The way they shot it, it was very surreal. Like, yeah, yeah. this secret garden is, and it's yeah. just like there's a filter over everything. And Pierce, yeah. like, Pierce ruins state. it on his first jump by getting injured and, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and suing. Yeah. Um, but uh, but the other the, the beast around that episode is actually my favorite part of it, which is Abed. The girls all go and join a like feminist class or whatever, and Abed decides to go with yeah. them because he doesn't care about sports. He doesn't want to play basketball with yeah. Jeff and and uh, and Troy. And Pierce is just with Jeff and Troy because he wants to be one of the guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, he wants to feel young again and just be yeah. Be one of the cool guys. Yeah, one of the cool kids. He's very. He's he's probably I, the most insecure after I, the dean. Yeah. Yeah. Pierce is so insecure. Oh, this yeah. is um, the episode where Abed's inner bitch comes out. Abed is no. It's RoboCop parody. Right, it's a RoboCop right, parody. Right. Yeah. Where, but yeah, he's he is he has that like that stereotypical autistic level of like analysis and yeah. like being able to say like this and that about you know being very frank about things, mm-hmm. which like you know I've worked in like life skills classes where it's like they try to tease that out like. We don't talk about people's this. We yeah. don't talk about people's that. And so, uh, you know, this Abed, who's this character on the spectrum, is like, 
I'm not supposed to say these things, but then... You put him in a situation where he's not accountable anymore, and then he becomes... Well, they tell him the target. The target is women who are bitches, but then they they become bitches, and so then they become targets as well. It's so freaking good, and it's like a a Robocop Yeah, I like how you just messaged me... Yeah. Or messaged the group about how we shouldn't be referring to women as bitches, but now in the context of the show, we have to to talk about that. Yeah. Come on, nerds. You know what it is. Every episode I get on here and beg you to follow us and like our stuff and blah, 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 blah. If you haven't done it by now, then you're just lazy. Twitter and Instagram at YFCSPod. Hit the subscribe button. Like. Rate it. If you want to be extra, you can review it. Just a little thing like, hey, this is an awesome podcast. Click reviewed. Done. All right. Not going to waste any more of your time. Back to the show. I, one of my favorite uh, things about community, like all of community, is when Troy, when they're trying to get Troy in the air conditioner repair program, and he, yes. and John That's Goodman takes him John into Goodman. the room, yeah. and he says, yes. "You've heard of room temperature. This is the room." <laughs> yeah, this is the room. It's just one of the best things that ever happened on television. Yeah. Literally, well, that's the best part about. So that's a great, another great part. I feel like we're just talking about the show. We're not talking about our characters, but no. that's a great part of Community is the that is the, yeah. the show is so detached from reality that they yes. can just say whatever they want, and because of that, the lines are amazing. Yeah. Yes. Like I think I shared it with you. Just all. Have to accept it as reality. I think yeah. I shared it with you all in the group, but like uh, they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna kick your butt, and then Pierce comes back the next day and is like, I'm gonna slit your butt's throat. Yeah. yeah. And it's the most <laughs> insane thing. Nobody would ever say that. It reminds me of Thirty Rock. Like Thirty Rock, they just say insane yeah. things all the time. Time. Yeah, um, writing for that, like, how, how does that? Troy, even... Troy, uh, Troy yeah. Donald Glover was Donald a writer Glover, on Thirty yeah. Rock, so I wonder if that translated. I mean, he wasn't a writer, and he was, and he was, a, he was really young when he wrote for Thirty oh, Rock yes, too, like yeah. crazy he's young. Still young yeah. now. Well, he's yeah, young now. Yeah. he's younger than us, or our age. Yeah, he's 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 in his thirties, so he's, he's in his thirties, a little older. Yeah, he's a little older. He's I, th- I think he's about my age. He's like 34, 35, I remember he was on YouTube. He was on YouTube with Bobby Moynihan, who was on SNL. Yeah, him and they started on like YouTube making YouTube. Well, they videos. well they had well yeah they had like a little I comedy troupe. It, yeah. They had a comedy troupe, and they made they they made a movie, um, Mystery Men. I think it was Mystery Men. Yeah, I think Mystery so. Men. It was something. It was something like that where they were like kind of uh, superheroes, but not yeah. really. And the, I can't yeah, remember so what he, was the what was the they had a great YouTube video that was like the, the most viral one before viral was even a thing yeah. where like he's for some reason there was a huge black oh, okay, yeah, there we go 36. there was a huge yeah, that's, that's how old I am so they were like investigating something it was almost like a Dateline type thing and they were yeah. investigating something and they like go through their their backpacks and inside of Donald Glover's backpack is like a huge black dildo <laughs> and uh, I can't remember why what are you talking about it was a YouTube video they yeah. were just making a Dateline parody. And they go through his backpack to look for whatever they were looking for, and they end up finding that. And he's like, "I can explain that." And like, it's just really funny. It's it's stupid. I can't remember what it is though. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Troy. Um, yeah, when he leaves the show, it's it just it, it definitely just hurts. Felt, yeah, it just felt no, weird because sure. like it's a it, great episode though. It, it is a when good he episode when he, when he leaves. It's a good episode. But then afterwards, they would just you could tell that like there are good episodes afterwards. Him. Yeah, there was good episodes. We could tell they still wanted him in there, so they would have him just randomly pop up. And like just like a random, it. did they like, have him make appearances? Yeah, remember. no, yeah, he would he would randomly pop up when he was at the AC school. He would just randomly oh, pop really? up, or they would like 
try to. Well, they referred like, to him being. Him. He was on a boating trip with Lavar Burton. Or yes. 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 Oh, yeah, no, such a the, specific. Now, that's, thing. now the Lavar, the Lavar Burton, where yeah. he's like, never meet your heroes, yeah. because all he such wanted to do was just meet Lavar Burton. But then when he met him, it just wasn't the same, and he just that like ruined everything for him. But the problem wasn't with Lavar Burton. No, it was with Troy. It was with Troy. It was definitely with Troy. Lavar was a perfect gentleman. He was a perfectly right. like normal, and normal human being. Well, just... Lavar Burton is not a normal human being because I have listened to him guest. <laughs> Control on Harmontown three times. We're not talking about actual Lavar Burton. And We're talking Levar, about on the show. Yeah, the, the <laughs> Lavar Burton. I love Lavar Burton because yeah, I love Reading Rainbow and I love Star Trek: The Next Generation. I wish y'all would watch all of it so that we could talk about no. Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah, they're such, they're such no. jerks. I'm not gonna watch. Hundreds yeah. of hours. I would watch any show that they all wanted to talk about, no, but I don't have good then, friends. I think we literally of, talked about how you wouldn't watch some anime because it's too long. I'm gonna I'll steer the ship the back on track yeah, here oof. for a second. <laughs> okay, thank you, please. Like, part, We're I actually think, been so on track. I'm surprised. I know, right? Yeah. Um, this is insane. Part, part of what I love about the show is kind of what we've talked. Like, I like Jonathan that you're kind of getting really meta and like digging into like these are all different aspects of Dan Harmon's brain, and I think that that's what makes it so intellectually interesting. But I also yeah. think that what makes at, at least me, uh, super drawn to the show is literally this community of people. Like, there's something so comforting to me about like it's like a family thing. It's like you, yeah, you yeah. love these. It is people, a standard you know? community college. Yeah. But then the cool thing about it is they're all outcasts, which right. is funny because a, there's outcasts well, from the outcasts. But like what's yeah. study group? What's amazing, and that's what made them all come together is that they none of them had well, what's, a group. What's amazing about it is is if a majority of the study group is an extension of Dan Harmon's self then that means that every part of Dan Harmon is an outcast you know what I mean like yeah. he's right. a pure outcast because literally right. every part of him is an outcast and yeah in they all find a community together as outcasts yeah it's pretty good yeah it's beautiful um, and that's why when characters leave it's so sad and it's just like this uncomfortable it okay, that could be true oh yeah. man and you know what too they also yeah because they also in a way that doesn't happen on every show you know not every show is like for instance, like 30 Rock, you know, not every character is like broken in a different way. Yeah. Whereas like, I feel like on Community, each character is broken in a specific way where other characters complete them. Yeah. You know, uh, Troy and Abed, they kind of complete each other, but then they also need a little bit of either Annie or yeah. Shirley to kind yeah, of complete them. Yeah, the whole them. community is codependent. Um, I mean, it really is. It's like anytime they even talk about or joke about changing yeah. one character, it's like everything blows up like the beginning of the third season Pierce isn't there for a minute and then he shows up but like Jeff's super pissed that he's there and like I don't know if you guys remember that episode but like uh they're all in a biology class together but Pierce doesn't get in and then he manipulates Jeff yeah, out yeah. of the class yes. this whole thing but it's like yeah. just the threat of there being like a change in the the structure well, of the whole you know yeah I feel like with the exception of Jeff I feel like just Per the dice episode, if you remove Jeff from the group, the group is just better. Yeah. Well, no, I don't. Well, okay. They're, they're, things go better. Per, yeah, things go episode. better, and it's also Jeff at that point because, like I said, Jeff grows by the end. Yeah, sure. But, but honestly, that's another point I was going to bring up about that episode because that episode is a character study. It's literally saying take these characters out and what happens, right? And so you take Britta out. That is probably the most normal thing. Like literally, yeah. when you take Britta out. Nothing goes bad. Nothing goes great. It's like almost nothing changes. Yeah, and that's, just, that's kind of an indictment the world, on... The world goes on. To me, yeah. that's kind of an indictment on where her character was at that point, where it's like... No one cares. I, I, it wasn't that <laughs> strong. Yeah, I, I feel like her character was sort of relegated to being almost a background character more than a front yeah. character, um, which is funny because third season and then fourth season is where Dan Harmon is taken out of the show and uh, he's kicked off because, you know, because he was being an yeah. asshole, which had underlying issues we talked about already. Well, that's the reason. Um, 
And then he gets brought back because the fourth season, the heart of that show is missing in the fourth season. And I'm not someone who's like, there's a lot of people who are like, I didn't watch it because I was protesting because of Dan Harmon. I watched it. Oh, I watched it. Yeah. And I tried oh, to I enjoy it, it, but there's a yeah. lot of but there's yeah. a lot of awkward shit on it. Like Donald Glover and Britta having a relationship yeah. makes no sense. Yeah. Um, it's very weird. And uh, and they and and you could argue for those two writers, the guys who took up the show, that Britta and Donald Glover did have some moments on the earlier season where they kind of had it looked like a relationship could happen. Yeah. But I think that Dan Harmon and the other writers knew better that it would not be good. So I think they were teasing it and then didn't. I mean, Jeff Winger and Britta was teased and it never really happened. Yeah, but it at least um, made more sense. It made more Winger, sense. The Winger yeah. and, and Britta. Yeah. Yeah, because they're both too cool for each other. Yeah, the Troy, the Troy and Britta just seemed weird. It like it didn't make any sense. And it's and it, again, it goes back to Troy and the their like, characters don't the overlap. Child, yeah, the, like he's so like naive and childish. Yeah. That it just felt weird. That, yeah. Like why would a why would a like, yeah. why would a like liberal like uh, activist person who thinks they're like better than a lot of stuff why would she want to be yeah. with a guy like that it doesn't make any sense yeah. and why would he want to be with her exactly yeah um anyway love is love love is, yeah, love. Yeah. Love, love is weird that man. was the message dan Harmon was trying to say you know it's like it's like you know some weird <laughs> love is love is love well, we're like the little dan D&D wasn't on the kid show, so. yeah, he you know, wasn't there <laughs> like you know the kid who loves D ends up dating like the head cheerleader it just doesn't seem like it fits you know it doesn't yeah that's every that's every <laughs> fat male writer uh yeah that, uh yeah White, straight, fat male writer who's trying to. Uh, this is why we need women li- li- in the writers' rooms. We're talking yeah. about Dan yes. Harmon specifically. Yeah. You're calling Dan Harmon a fat white white male, male straight, yeah, yes, writer. Right. Yeah, he is. He's all yes. those things, yeah, that's and he will admit all those things. Yeah, um, it happens. He he will admit it. You can't. I mean, it's true, but also he'll admit it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you white? Yes. He'll always say yes <laughs> when you ask him. He'll never lie. He'll never say he's not white. But uh, okay. Um, anyway, so who haven't we spoken about? Well, we haven't mentioned any other honorable mentions. Do you have any honorable mentions you want to we have, you want have throw we out? Talk about Abed. A little bit. We're gonna yeah. get, we, we talked about Abed a lot. I think um, oh, because the, he's a driver of the plot. We, I think we'll probably get back to them in the end with our categories because I feel like honorable this show mentions? is just honorable mentions. Oh, magnitude. magnitude. Starburns. Starburns. Starburns is a good one. Starburns is a is a very Starburns. close person, friend of Dan Harmon in real life. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, really? Yes. Yeah. He's a pop, he was a writer pop. on. Sorry, uh, I had to go back to magnitude for a second. Pop pop is magnitude. Magnitude's yeah. Good. Yeah. Pop pop. Magnitude's great. There's a lot of dumb flavor characters. There's a lot of yes. dumb flavor characters. Todd. Leonard. What about Todd? Leonard, Leonard, is, Leonard, Leonard is great. Who's like, Todd again? Todd. Well, I just watched. Is Todd the guy with the big mouth? Like no, he's like guy? the guy with the curly hair, and he's just sort of. Uh, there's an episode where he's. Uh, oh. They have he's to partner crazy. with him yes. in that biology class, and like. Todd. He's got a huge curly throat. He's just like. Yes. 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 He just looks crazy. Like. Yeah. He just looks crazy. What are you saying? They do what? He well, they they all get partnered up in a biology class, but then there's seven yeah. of them, so they have to have Todd as the eighth guy, and they're <laughs> it's just like everyone's just kicking the shit out of him the whole episode, and he's just like holding yeah. a turtle, like trying to go home, but they don't. <laughs> anyway, well, he, he is he's he has some like creepy moments later on where he's like seems like, like a serial yes. killer. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's creepy. Um, but uh, Leonard's great though. The, Leonard's a great character. Leonard is great because and Leonard. So I was I was watching one episode, the 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 final episode where they're pitching a seventh season, and Leonard is part yeah. of. In one of the pitches, Leonard is part of the table, and he's part of the group. It's yeah. easier to talk about who do who is like a bad character. Who do you not like for community? There's there's that Civil War pillow fort episode that's amazing, and Leonard does a great job on that yeah. episode oh, of being. Sure. He's a side character who talks about stuff a lot, and. Uh, Okay, anyway, now I remember what the Leonard line was. So he's at the table on the pitch, and he goes, he goes, man, I haven't seen as many zeros. Like, he's talking about, like, their score. I haven't seen as many zeros as I did in Pearl Harbor. Yeah. And he goes, and there were a lot. And they kept coming. 
and a, there there was so much screaming and like he just keeps going and like it gets super dark. It's hilarious. But uh, yeah, Leonard is usually like uh, just effing around and like uh, yeah. He's a party boy. He's the party boy of the college, but he's like an old he's dude, like ninety years old. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, then there's uh, John Oliver's character. John Oliver's on it, too. Yeah, the, the professor oh, yeah. that's just a horrible, oh, horrible he's, person. He's, he wants to become famous. Yeah. That's his thing. He wants to become famous off the back of one of these broken people. Yes. Yeah. They're all yeah. broken. Yeah. Um. So, like, the Christmas episode where they're all claymation. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, Abed, yeah, yeah. I hate claymation, but, but I love that. Abed sees everyone in claymation because he's, like, repressing it's feelings about his one, mom. Right? Yeah. It's pretty musical because of that, because it's uh, it, the claymation stuff. Yeah, Abed makes it musical. Good. Uh, but he makes it it's like a Willy Wonka slash Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer claymation mashup yeah I put it closer to like Rudolph but, but it's Willy yeah. Wonka because every time a character wants to leave the situation they sing them off like Willy Wonka you yeah know? Uh, like in that movie um, and Pierce is the last one with him I think which is kind of interesting but um, they also have Michael Kenneth Williams uh, teaches the biology class which is pretty great who's that Who, what else has he been in he's on he's on the wire um, <laughs> he's Jonathan on, Banks uh, was in the last, uh, oh, was yeah. in the fifth season. Jonathan yeah, Banks from uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Oh. He plays. He was. What is he? Right. He was Jonathan one of the professors. Banks. Professor yeah. Buzz Hickey. Yeah. Um. He was like there to replace Pierce in a way, but not really. He wasn't. In, yeah. He wasn't racist or anything. Oh, Jerry the janitor. But Jerry the janitor. <laughs> Michael Kenneth Williams was Omar Little on The Wire. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure Omar, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he was the biology teacher, which is pretty great. And he had, like, just gotten out of prison. And he I, I, yes, talks about yes, how he got yes, his PhD. Yeah, yeah. Took him, like, 6,000 hours to get his PhD. Yes, yes. <laughs> Rewatching the show, I also noticed how many cameos there are. Because there are, there are actually so many yeah. people in the show. Like, literally, the first season, almost every episode has, like, an actor who is a great comic actor on it. Yeah. Um, what's the dude who plays Buster in Arrested Development who's on Veep? Ah, uh, um, yes. Yeah, I, I can't think of his I name. I can't think of his name, but he's... Tony Hale. Tony Hale. He's the pottery teacher in the first season where... Where they start, they start doing ghosting, and he points to sign. He's like, "No yeah. ghosting." Yeah, Brie Larson's on a couple episodes. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. That's right. That's right. Rob Corddry. Rob Corddry yeah, is like his asshole. Kevin, oh, Kevin, Kevin Corrigan is one of the professors. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of there's, a, and again, it just it's a bunch of comedy writers. So it's again, yeah. it's a lot of their friends. So it's going to be a lot of comedy people that just yeah. kind of show up because it's like, hey. I got this show. You want to come be a character? Jack on Black it? is on, right? Yeah, and Jack well, Black. And that's, well, that's because Dan Harmon did stuff with Tenacious D back in yeah. the day, and yeah. so yeah, you know, again, well, hey, <laughs> I got this show. You want to come be on it? Jack Black starred in his failed show, um, which I can't remember the name of it, but they had one. Uh, it was the most expensive pilot in TV history at that point. Um, Jesus, yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, I, I, I hope I'm getting that anecdote correct, but it was... um so just disseminating false it was, information. It was Jack Black, and he was like... What is the show where the car talks to the guy? Knight Rider? Yeah. It was a motor, It was Knight a Rider. motorcycle that talked to Jack Black, and like it was like a Knight Rider-type parody and stuff like that. Anyway, super expensive budget, and the, the, uh, they didn't get past the, um, the uh, pilot. <laughs> and uh, and wow. so for a while, Dan Harmon and his friend... Uh, Rob, uh, oh, yeah. Malcolm McDowell couldn't get hired. They Shrub, Shrub, Rob Schraub, who's, yeah. who's great, they couldn't get a job because uh, they had spent so much of studio's money and like messed up a pilot. So, um, Oops. yeah, um, let's do let's Good do reason. this. Which is uh, who's the most popular character? I'm saying it's probably going to be Troy or Abed. Yeah, right? but which one? I would say 
I'm gonna say I'm gonna really say depends popular. On what I'm gonna group. say yeah. I'm gonna say Troy just because people who don't really know Community are still gonna know Donald who Glover. Donald Glover yeah. is. Yeah, I wish Danny Pudi would find a good project because I love yeah, Danny Pudi. I yeah, like he's, him, but he's, he's, he's yeah, he's great. But that's he, he was in one thing after that, like it was like a superhero comedy. Right, I yeah. know. But he it didn't take off. No. Yeah. Um. So do you think Troy's more popular than Abed or? I would I would just say I would say outside of the show. Yeah. You kind of get to see him now inside of the show. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, would uh, fans know. of the show no, be like, Troy, show, course, like yeah, Troy's my favorite? We're not talking about best yeah. character. We're talking about who's yeah. a favorite. Who's a fan favorite? Well, either Troy or Arbed. Yeah. yeah I think it, it that's, that's, that's the thing. To, it's it's a me, lot it really of times. Because, again, they, they kind of are a package deal. I think it's going to be Troy, Arbed, or Dean. I feel like the Dean is so funny that I think a lot of people are going to love I think me, Brandon, and Matt love the Dean. The um, Dean is great, but I don't know if anyone is going to, like, besides y'all three. Are he's my favorite that. character. Dean is great. He's he is also my favorite character. He's not the he's best so character, but he's my favorite character. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, right? Um, okay. So who is the most uh, well-rounded character, three-dimensional? Like, they're really thought out. They make sense. They make decisions that aren't just, like, this is for the plot. Like, Pierce would be a bad example because yeah, Pierce, Pierce is, is just making – he's just making decisions to further the plot, right? Um, I don't know. Who's more complex, basically? Is it – Chang, Troy, Abeder, or the Dean. I feel like the Dean is also pretty one note. Yeah, he's got. He's there to deliver. He's there to deliver the jokes. Whatever right? I mean, I guess or whatever. If with Abed, with the whole like the family thing, with um, Abed's with, family comes up. With the the family, it explores. And he's, yeah, explores kind of why mm-hmm. he is the way he is, and uh-huh. then. And then when he does try to go off and do his things that he wanted to do, like when Britta gets him to go and do all the film stuff, mm-hmm. he doesn't really do the film. He does, but he doesn't. He kind of still does the Abed thing where he delves too deep into it and doesn't really yeah. do what he's supposed to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, his character has the most depth, probably. Yeah. Because Abed. He's the yeah. most complex. Um, and it's what's really cool about it is I would say probably the first character who is on the spectrum yeah. who is really... A, a very important character in the show and not made fun of really he's yeah like one thing I hate about Big Bang Theory is like a lot of people love Big Bang Theory but in my opinion it's a lot of like cheap nerd jokes and yeah. like I don't feel like that's what Abed's there for I don't think he's well, there to be laughed at yeah have really. you have you watched um, Atypical I've not watched Atypical on Netflix it's really good and that's the thing is the they main character, character is, on the spectrum or? is on the spectrum and then the actual guy who plays him isn't on the spectrum but then they have a lot of people who are actual autistic actors in the show to yeah. kind of play with and it's and it, it's that it's that thing where it's not used as like there are funny moments yeah but it's not because, because yeah we're not but saying you're not laughing that guy's at weird. him yeah you're not laughing at him you're like you're kind of laughing with him yeah. and the fact that like he, because yeah. he's so just i feel like the other like, the other real, characters the other you know? characters on community judge Abed because of how, yes. how he's weird but i think as an audience we're not we, no we're no no you like and again you feel for him and like and again because he has that he doesn't have that filter yeah he can say the stuff that people want to say, but they're afraid to because oh, it's gonna hurt someone's feelings. Yeah, yeah. You know, he can so say there are enough, that. I feel like there are enough people on the spectrum in real life now that we have to have characters that are not just being mocked. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, we need to reflect actual society. And- so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So most popular Troy and Abed somewhere around there. For sure. Yeah. Most complex Abed. I'll say Abed. Um, funniest because it's a comedy. Yeah. Which character makes you laugh yeah, the most? True. I, I think the Dean is the, the most dean. consistently yeah. funny. So, so I think every line he says so, is hilarious. Yeah, every time the Dean appears... The Dean is the clown. He's the clown. Yeah, yeah. The dean is he's the, the, he's the jester. Yeah. He's I think the, the Dean is just, the funniest. Yeah. Every line he says yeah. makes me laugh. It's just... 
Yeah. It, yeah, and it's just really pushing. And that guy's also. Uh, what is his name? I want to know what his name is. I've, I've relegated you to be my research person, even though you're my guest. I know. It's okay. I'm so sorry. I can, I can look it up. I, I got I only yeah, know. I, I I know his name. I just can't think of it right now. I asked like, Madsen oh. to do research for me once. Yeah. I know. Me and too. he did it, but it, he was not happy about it. it I made is, a deal. Oh yeah, Jim Rash. Jim Rash. Jim Rash. Yeah. Jim Rash is brilliant. He's brilliant. He was also in. Was it the Upright Citizens Brigade? He's he's brilliant. Yeah, he's great. Um. Oh, the way, he's in the it's way incredible. way back. I know that, but he was in he was in a comedy thing before Community, and I can't. he does a show like a talk show where they talk about. I feel like they talk about writing. And comedy. Yeah, no, no, he does. Yeah, what no. is that show called? Um, the Green Room or something? Or? Yeah, the Green Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does like a. It's almost like it's like the Talking Dead, but like yeah. without you know, not just about the one show. Yeah. Um, um, what was he? What, oh, he was in Looney Tunes. What was that? Yeah, I was trying to yeah. All right, whatever. It's a very specific thing. Um, okay. Up, yeah. So anyway, uh, funniest. Okay, the Dean. Uh, uh, best villain, uh, Chang. Not, yeah. I'm trying to like. I mean, uh, really, it's, it's, I'm trying to get Chang in there. It's, uh, it's going to be Chang or Pierce because Pierce. Well, I was joking about that. I was most, trying to get Chang Asian. category. Yeah, yeah just most Asian Chang. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, there we go. Um, was a Spanish teacher. Most, most likely to not be a Spanish teacher. Yeah, yeah. Chang. There we go. You're Chang. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, well, to be fair, I mean, I don't know. I think Chang is a, is another course, flavor they character. They the whole group together at the beginning. Yeah, right? that's the reason that they had the study group was for. That's Spanish? It was before yes. it was for oh, Chang's wow. Spanish class. There you go. Well, and really, I mean, so really the whole reason Holy was crap. Study group So was Chang there is was, the most important character on the show, basically. Was to get, well, <laughs> I mean, really the whole reason nice the study try. group was there was so Jeff could get into Britta's pants. Yeah. yeah. That's and then right, right. she didn't, she knew that's what he was doing, so then she invited everybody else from yeah. the class, yeah. which is how they got there. But, that's right. You know, one of my honorable mentions, Pierce, also has, is a, he's a pretty big driver of plot, too, because he causes so many issues that he oh, makes them solve. And same thing with Chang. I feel like, I feel like if it's not an issue that Chang or Pierce created, then it probably isn't an issue. Like usually, it's like um, you know they're exploring some emotional what state I think of the characters. Is, yeah, I think it's either the, the, dean, the, the dean prevents something, presents something, the yeah. which escalates into like it snowballs. Into the dean can push yeah. in ridiculous plots, right? Yeah, but like. I think the best villain is the monkey that lives in the uh, oh. no. the monkey that lives in the vents. <laughs> Annie's yeah. boobs. Yeah. Annie's boobs. Annie's boobs. Yeah. Annie's boobs. Annie's yeah. boobs. Yeah. Can we please call it something else, guys? <laughs> um, uh, what's it called? Annie says we call it Annie's boobs <laughs> after Annie's boobs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, Thanks for laying that out the, for us. The eight bit episode, the video game episode, which oh, very great. near and dear to Dan Harmon's life and heart. I love that. Episode. And that's Pierce. That's like Pierce that driven because it's like it's yeah. a, his like whole estate or whatever is like yeah. you know whatever. Yeah. Oh, you know who the best the best like walk on part villain is is Pierce's dad. Who who played him? Oh yeah yeah. Oh my god. Oh, but you know I don't remember, but he's like super super racist and homophobic and like so like Pierce. He's just yes. The, oh, yeah, but he's like Pierce on fucking yeah, dialed up tonight. The, the actor he wears an ivory headpiece because he doesn't want to wear a a, a toupee oh. because it's made from like. It's made from like minority yeah. hair. Yes. Like, oh, he's like that. Yes. He's that. Okay. He's that racist. But also, yeah. what, also what, his butler they... is uh, Gustavo Fring from Breaking Bad. What's his name? Giancarlo. Yeah. The the dude from Breaking Bad who. Um, yes. Who honestly like that's the point where you start on Breaking Bad. We'll talk about that another day. I'm glad day. that Brand's not here to hear this. Uh, Brandon, Brandon and Matson have decided not to watch Breaking Bad because they're tired of hearing people talk about Breaking Bad. I, I've, I've gotten to season three and just kind of fell off. So the point where Walter White. The point. I'm just. Saying, I just. But anyway, <laughs> the guy who plays Gustavo I mean, Fring bad in the title, so is true, is literally. the uh, the butler or whatever the uh, representative yeah. for his family. So anyway, um, that guy's a great actor too. A lot of really good walk on parts. Like yeah. You're saying. Um, cameos. That's what I'm saying. It's hard to determine. Um, I like. I feel like normally I just 
spend the entire time just shitting on something. No, there's not much to shit on in the community, man. It's really good. One of the few shows that I just genuinely enjoy. Yeah. You know how I say I don't really like that many things. Yeah. I do like (laughs) community. Yeah. Um, It's more than okay. Is there any other characters we want, or sorry, categories we want to consider for like what makes a character good? I said three dimensional, complex, right? Yeah. The funniest in a comedy that's important. Best hair. Best what? Best hair. Best hair. Is that going to be the Dean? Dean, He has no hair. I mean, but hey, it's nice. It's, it's not bad. Jeff, Jeff would, Jeff would argue that he has the best hair for sure. Yeah, Dean would Jeff argue would. that Jeff has yeah. the best hair. Yeah, Dean, <laughs> Dean would also say that. Um, True. Okay, so I don't, I can't think of any other real categories. Uh, plot drivers. We said yeah, Abed. Yeah, yeah, Abed. Yeah. We said Abed is pre- pretty much the main plot driver. I would yeah. say. Yeah. I say if you had to name like a main character, would it be Jeff or would it be Abed? Yeah, I think it's, it's Jeff at first. First it's, season it's, is Jeff. It's the very, yeah, the, I mean, the first episode, at least, is definitely Jeff. The first season the is season Jeff. The season finale is, oh, will they, won't they, with yeah. him, between him, Britta, and the other female professor that he's yeah. into. I mean, that first season tries to be a normal show. It, it Yeah, it does. It oh, does it try. So yeah. But the paintball episode, is, it gives us like a hint of what we, it'll become, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah where it um, kind of drops off the face. And, paintball yeah. episode is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah, if we can't think of any other categories, then... Um, we can only use what is presented to us at this moment. <laughs> at this moment. All right. Um, okay, well, we're, we're going to decide. We're going to do a 3-2-1 countdown and decide who we think is the best character. No, it's not okay. thinking. It has nothing to do with Oh, no, it's thinking. not thinking. Sorry, yeah. Matt, explain it. Go ahead. Look, we've come here to decide. It's not about, like, thinking. It's about knowing. Isn't it discovering, really? Yeah, I'd say unearthed. We're conduits. The truth. Yeah, we're Ooh, like nice. Exactly. We're archaeologists. We're I just, mean, the truth is there. We're just channeling that so divine like energy of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So whatever we say just is. Yeah. Any, even it's though, really okay. even though half of us will say a different answer. No, I think we'll all. I think we've all come to a pretty good consensus. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, yeah I think so too. I think everybody pretty much knows. All right. Three. Okay. Two. One. Abed. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to go, Dean. I wanted you to get your first win. I wanted you to get your first win. Uh, it's not I, about winning; it's about the reason. The truth. I think yeah. getting winners. I think honestly, the reason I went for Abed is is what I said before, which is I think the first real best representation of like an autistic character, a character on the spectrum, being a main character. Yeah, and, I don't even care about that. Stuff. And not being, I think that's really important. I think because I, think I was taking a shower and watching the dice episode this morning, and yeah. I was just like. I'm like, you start taking out all these characters. I was like, first of all, Dean's not even in that character, and the episode is still so good. So I'm yeah. like, it can't. I love the Dean. It, yeah. it was nominated for a, like, for a science fiction award. Exactly. That episode. <laughs> so yeah, but then I'm like, I have to watch okay, that you start one. Taking you guys keep referencing people, it, and I haven't like, seen it lately. So wait, when we said the, so how many people said Abed? Three. Three. Enough. That's all. Even if it was, it was three to one. Okay. I mean, yeah. it was three to all one. Right. So, but who made? So, but Dean, I think Dean made it to the to the Dean, to the final two. Yeah. Well, of Dean course. made it to the final. Whatever two, so character I name is always in the the top. Because, <laughs> you know, because you named, named, named him. Yeah. Oh, it's been named because yeah. you named yeah, him. Exactly. Oh my what do god. I win, though, See, guys? foolish. What do I win? Um, it's not about winning. Isn't it? Yeah, we all discovered it. <laughs> well. Uh, just kidding. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know. A I'm big on... pat on the back. Okay. Yeah, we can't. We're not even there to give it to I you. Know. So, yeah, 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 no. Too just, far away. Just imagine that, like, we're patting All your right. back and saying, "Good My job." My arms are long, but not that long. Yeah, but no. not in a Dan Harmon way. Like, yeah, no, yeah, not, not, not in a creepy way. Not in a creepy way. I no. just flew in from Houston. Boy, my arms tired. <laughs> All right. Jesus. So bad. <laughs> Let's, uh, okay. That was the yeah. worst. That was Let's, absolutely uh, the worst. And on that note. <laughs> that, was, that was so bad. <laughs> I'm going, what was that supposed to be? Instead of my traditional, my transition sound is it usually. It sounded like a Hasidic Jew. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> my, uh, my transition sound. It's a classical yeah, joke. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah. My transition sound between like ads yeah. and stuff like that is usually just like a boom, 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 like it just goes. Uh-huh. It's going to be that joke for between every transition no. now. <laughs> it's going to be just her saying, and then it'll transition into each thing. Yeah. Love it. I can't believe it. We did it again. We figured out who the best character is and whatever we're talking about, despite the podcast being called Your Favorite Character Sucks. Now the only question is, what should we do next? You can help us decide by following us at YFCS Pod on Instagram and Twitter and telling us which show, movie, series, book you think we should do. Until then, hit that subscribe button and catch us on the next episode. Thanks for listening.